It's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. Jason Isaac joins me. He's the director of Life Powered at the Texas Public Policy uh, Foundation. And here we have a pushback against woke financial uh, institutions and banks that are openly now openly discriminating against fossil fuels. Jason, good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. Great to be on the David Webb Show again. Thanks for having me. Well, good to have you back. Dive right in because here we are. A letter from Larry Fink, BlackRock CEO, about Texas's SB 13, which pushes back against this growth of woke. Uh, what's going on here? Yeah, we saw this starting to happen years ago with companies like Bank of the West that said they're going to divest their business of companies that produce fossil fuels and no longer make funds available to companies that are providing the energy that our country and our world depends on just for the, the near sake of, of a, really appeasing a few self-righteous coastal elite investors. Uh, and the movement has only gained attention since then. Uh, companies like J.P. Morgan, we've heard that when this bill was being heard in that Texas House, that they were denying capital to companies that are in the oil and gas services business. So not directly in the oil and gas business, but service providers denying capital to them. Uh, and then you've got BlackRock that owns 8% of ExxonMobil, replaces and installs three activist board members on the Exxon board. And within weeks, if not just a, a month or two, the CEO, Darren Woods of Exxon, announces a net zero target of, to go net zero by 2050. And that's what Larry Fink's letter talks about. It talks about decarbonization. Well, they want to decarbonize a business, Exxon, that produces hydrocarbons. I, like, I liken that to defooding a restaurant. Well, we're already seeing defooding grocery stores because of the supply chain crisis. Uh, but it's not a good way to run a business, and it doesn't do anything to improve the environment. It does increase the cost of energy, and expensive energy hurts the poor. So you know, these CEOs taking the stands as they see it on social issues, you know, uh, they're supposed to be good capitalists, right? Not woke activists. But just in the first hour example, $90 million went to one group, Black Lives Matter Global Foundation. Hundreds of millions went to various groups and promises for years out from companies, including Sirius XM, on social justice causes. And now we find out that they're being investigated at BLMG uh, Global Foundation for, you know, frankly, nobody knows what they did with $90 million, but they spent $8.1 million to buy a mansion in Canada while their founders spent millions to buy other properties. <laughs> it's just atrocious, and that's just millions of dollars that we're talking about. When you look at the size of BlackRock, the largest financial management company in the world that manages approximately 10% of the global wealth. It's about $10 trillion that they manage and the influence that they have uh, on companies that they invest in, owning about 5% of over 90% of the companies that are traded on the S&P 500. That's a substantial influence. And Larry in his letter talked about stakeholder capitalism and what it is not. And everything that he said it is not, it is exactly that. Stakeholder capitalism is stakeholder 
politics and they're using pensioners' money. It's not their money. They're, they're in charge and asked to invest and grow these pensions, grow this money and, and provide a return. But they're focused on these political issues and this ideology. They're hailing their, their god of net zero uh, and the climate industry. Uh, and it's, it's at the detriment and at the threat of pensions and 401ks around the world. You know, the paragraph you just referenced in his letter, in Larry Fink's letter, stakeholder capitalism, not about politics. It's not a social or ideological agenda. It is not woke. It is capitalism driven by mutually beneficial relationships between you and the employees, customers, suppliers, and communities your company relies on to prosper. This is the power of capitalism. The next paragraph, he talks about stakeholders and long-term value for shareholders. Shareholders have been vastly silent. Now, maybe there was an effect of not going to public shareholder meetings uh, as you normally did without COVID, but I don't find that a good enough excuse. Shareholders need to weigh in on this when hundreds of millions or multi-billions of dollars of investments are being affected. You think of the people who are vested in long-term, whether it's pension fund structures, uh, short-term, long-term investments in any way, uh, there is an effect on the stakeholder, a.k.a. shareholder. Yeah, you think about who the shareholders are, and really when you invest in a 401k, you're giving someone else your right to vote your shares that you own. And that's what's happening. And that's how black companies like BlackRock and Vanguard and State Street are influencing these companies to do their political will at the board level because they're controlling millions, if not billions of shares of stock that people have entrusted them. Then they control these proxy voting services. There's a couple of them. I believe they're both based in Canada that make recommendations. And surprisingly enough, in Texas, our employee retirement system and our teacher's retirement system both voted along with BlackRock to install these three activist board members at Exxon. And I assure you the pensioners in Texas and those that have invested in 401ks into BlackRock funds would absolutely oppose the idea of trying to kill the Exxon business because they want a return on investment. And so those shareholders are really companies, again, like BlackRock. Uh, so w- we're going to work on some legislative solutions. We have in Texas, we said if you're going to boycott or divest or sanction fossil fuels, then you can't do business with or with the state of Texas or any subdivision of the state of Texas. About $400 billion in municipal bonding every uh, that's out there right now. Uh, there's $300 billion in pensions. And so that's likely going to be off the books for companies like BlackRock that are taking these anti-fossil fuel narratives. And that legislation is being pushed in other states. And we're going to come back next legislative session and ensure that people that are in 401ks managed by the state, that they get the right to vote their shares how they see fit, not giving that control away. The legislation you just referenced, again, for everyone, is Texas SB 13. Uh, as proposed, the bill title related to state contracts with and investments in certain companies that boycott energy companies, a a bill produced uh, by the Republicans. Uh, So, you know, the question now uh, that follows is how to get this bill through. And while Democrats may be bound to many other things that pull at them, the state party, the national party, uh, certainly, you know, certain cities have their uh, leader 
leadership firmly in Democrat or more liberal progressive hands. Do you think there are Democrats who will look at this in an energy industry? I mean, if you go down uh, Smith Street in Houston, for example, where Shell Services and all these other big companies are not necessarily headquartered, but where a lot of their offices are, not just talking about the refineries, but in where the money and the decisions are really made, will they react regardless of party to protect their industry? Uh, Absolutely. And so SB 13 is in law in Texas and received broad bipartisan support through both the House and the Senate in the state of Texas. It was signed into law last year. Just last week, our lieutenant governor sent a letter out after reading Larry Fink's letter uh, and visiting with BlackRock officials that were in Texas a few weeks ago. As our state comptroller, our treasurer works to put together the list of companies that are boycotting, divesting or sanctioning fossil fuels, uh, lieutenant governor has insisted. BlackRock be at the top of that list. Uh, So this is something, again, in Texas received broad bipartisan support. We are an energy producing state. We produce energy more responsibly than anywhere else. And this is also a property rights issue. When you invest in a company, then you're investing and taking a share of that company. Uh, And when companies, when you give away your right to vote unwillingly and unknowingly, in most cases, you're actually giving away your property rights. And, and Texas is just a big property rights state, as, our, as is our country. Uh, and that's important that we, we maintain control of our property. Well, we will see what the next steps are. We'll see if there's even any reaction from Larry Fink uh, to uh, whether it's the governor's office or other reactions. Uh, the shareholders and stakeholders are the people, as you've just described or outlined, invested in so many ways. And people need to pay attention. Go look at your funds. Look at where your fund investments are and realize that uh, this is what's happening with your money and your future. Jason, always great information. Appreciate the work uh, that you and the folks do over there at Texas Public Policy Foundation. Thanks, David. Appreciate you having me on. All right, you can go to their website, texaspolicy.com, and you can also go to lifepowered.org. You can join me live on The David Webb Show, Monday to Friday, 9 to noon east, on Sirius XM Patriot 125.